Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Library who are, who are podcast. You, who are you talking to? He's uh, right there. Can I, can I ask you something? Yeah. It's kind of a personal question. It's a parasocial relationship. Parasocial? Is that parasocial what that's called? What does that mean? It means uh, we're in this room, yeah. just you and me, yeah. talking to the camera, yeah. which is nobody. Yeah. Uh, it's a one-way... It's it's weird because there's a balance. It's kind of a complicated thing, but essentially it's a one-way relationship. Okay. We talk, and then uh, people hears. on the other end that are consuming this content... Content... Um, they uh, they are a fan or whatever a, a, a listener, listener, audience member, and um, yeah, it's a weird media, new media kind of parasocial relationship. Parasocial, it's because it's like we don't know them. Some of the people we do know, but we're having a dialogue in a way. We're having a dialogue with someone we don't know. Yeah, I was gonna just ask you, like, who, when we're either just talking or when we're talking and recording video, do you imagine someone you're talking to? Um, I I didn't initially, and it's probably better now. Yeah. But I kind of think about, I don't know, I'm not thinking. Of, I've I guess I have similar conversations with some of are more avid listeners like like Larry or like Doug. Like I imagine yeah. like we're talking to them or I imagine we're talking to like Timmy Dad and Timmy. Like yeah. basically one of the guys. Yeah. And just like kind of riffing on just like the fun. I realized because it's fun to drink whiskey. Uh, yeah. And sometimes you're in the details, sometimes you're in the poetry of it, and sometimes you're just glad to be hanging out. Yeah. I, I realized I had like people flash before my eyes even for a second as I'm drinking, as we're talking about these drinks. Yeah. And I was like, that's so interesting. Like there's somebody I'm imagining as I'm tasting something, yeah. as I'm experiencing, cause it is so communal. Yeah. I know it's sort of cliche, but it's such a communal process that like, uh, flashes of people just like, and I don't think I can even articulate who they are. So I'm going to be like, I'm not going to be like grandpa. <laughs> well, yeah. daddy. Yeah, it's also uh, it's um it's one of those things. If you're truly passionate about it, yeah, even whatever degree that is, whether yeah. you have eight million bottles or one bottle of whiskey, yeah. yeah, stuff just like naturally comes out, and you have just real, true feelings about stuff. Like I remember, uh, I got interviewed by like an elementary school kid that mm. was about about ed- video editing, yeah, and I was like, I am so nervous. So what if I have nothing to say? And mm. I had so much to say, yeah. And I was like, well, this is weird. Yeah. Because I always worry about, like, if we put a movie out, I've never really stood in front of a crowd and did, like, a Q&A, a proper mm, one, mm. on any of my work, yeah. really. Yeah. And um, with our new Empire Rye doc, I feel like we'll Fire, probably, water, and grain, the story of Empire Rye. I feel like we'll be doing that. Yeah. And um, we have I a lot always, to say about it. I have a ton to say. Yeah. And I always get... War, I always, uh, it's a stupid kind of like fantasy in my head that I'll be sitting up there. So, you know, the you stage fright. Yeah, well, I do. I, I've, you know, I get nervous about stuff my like uh, that, former partner, my ex wife, uh, former creative partner, uh, she had this experience that would happen to her on occasion where she's an actress, you know, but she would have this experience where she'd go to do a QA and she would lose her voice on stage. <laughs> Like, lose it completely. Like, it was, like, dry, like, ah, it was, like, her body just was, like, nope. Yeah. It was, like, sort of a scary thing to imagine happening, like, the physical part of it. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. oh, you suddenly can't speak. It was a, a really strange phenomenon. But it shouldn't be happening. No. Um, what I was going to say about that 
Yeah. Is stage fright. Stage fright, I suppose. Um, alcohol always helps that, of course. Except I've had the experience of going a little too far. Yeah. I recently did a, I did a screening of a movie in New York, and I had a, a beer before. I think I held my beer for the opening. I introed the film. I forgot to mention, like, hey, the cast is here, and they're yeah. lovely. And I was just like, hey, here's our film. You know, it's really personal. And I got kind of, like, almost emotional. And then after the end of the film, I just felt this neurosis or like neurotic urge to explain to people that when they leave, they go down a long hallway to go to the after party. I just really wanted them to know, like, I like to know what's happening next. And yes, that's fine. And so I stood up because I realized everyone was just sort of waiting there. And so I stood up and then I was like, well, that's the movie. And I just started doing like a speech again. <laughs> and then, I, but I was like, by that time, I had been drinking quite a bit more. Yeah. So I like looked out and I was like, oh, I'm in front of lots and I'm of just people. Talking. And I'm just talking and I'm kind of drunk. Yeah. And it was a pretty intense like feeling. And I was like, maybe you shouldn't drink as much at screenings. Mm. Uh, speaking of Empire Rye, <laughs> coming back around. Uh, speaking uh, of, we have. Today with us, Kings County Distillery, Barrel Strength Empire Rye, Straight Rye Whiskey, coming in at 59.8% mm. alcohol by volume in a 750 milliliter bottle. Uh, Hell yeah. I am stoked on this. I want to read a little bit of information. This is a new release. Yeah, so it came at the end of 2022. I live in Brooklyn, and so you saw it on Instagram, and you said, can you go get me a bottle? Yeah, and I went to they they're they're in the the navy yard. Yeah, and Brooklyn um, Navy Yard. They have this like you can't go in. Well, we went in for the documentary, but yeah. um, they have like their distillery mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. and there's a few other buildings where they're holding and storing whiskey mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, you can't go in there. But up front by the gate, I think it's called the gatehouse. Yeah, they have a um, bar room. They have a little bar room, and it's then they beautiful. sell their bottles, and it's amazing yeah. because they're like well known, but not. Like, they're not a Kentucky brand. Yeah. So I can go in there and find that exact bottle, at least for now, until the, the new movie release. blows up and everyone's yeah. looking for yeah. em- the, the Empire Rye. Which is Rye. gonna happen. We hope that you covet this stuff by the time we're done talking, because it's... I believe in it. Yeah. I mean, it's Every not Empire Rye I've had has sort of blown my mind. I'm very excited to try Kings it. Kings County, yeah. I mean... I just want And this read. is barrel strength, too. Like, they had a... And this is what, we're six years now? Yeah, I was just going to read this little piece of information that they've got here. Uh, this is actually amazingly detailed. Single barrel number 4408, DSP NY15025. Barrel 53-gallon ISC char number four. Mm. Warehouse C. Entry proof was 110. Mm. This That's is where cool. it gets interesting. Barrel proof 119.6. Uh, fill date was Halloween 2016, mm. 1031. Dump date, 11-2-2022. So that's uh, six years old. It's six years and one day. <laughs> the angel share was 30%, 30.7%. Wow. Bottling date, 11-14-2022. Wow. So that's kind of interesting. What was it doing in between its dump date and its bottling date? Just sitting in a big metal... Uh, yeah. Container, I guess. Yeah, I guess it could have waiting to be bottled. That's kind of a while though. How many days is that? That is 12 days. So it just sat there for 12. Well, I assume they didn't do just, this is a single barrel. Yeah. So maybe they had several barrels and they were doing, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to ask Collins Bullman, uh, the distiller. I was actually emailing with him about the film, which it sounds like he really liked it. Uh, and I was emailing about the film and be like, I cannot wait to try your thing. And then you picked it up for me, which was very yeah. nice. Why are we not drinking it? That's the know. real question. So, I so have. they had two. Yeah. You could get the six year barrel strength or just the six year, which yeah. was at a different, you know, not barrel strength. 
Every six year, also, I want to say that, like, we tried the six year at Hudson, and fantastic. it was fantastic. It's just like these Empire oh, Eyes. Yeah. You want a little more? Yeah. Okay. There you go. I did, I did uh, make you go get it for me, so. Oh, um, yeah. The beautiful color. Making sure the droplets are all out of this thing. Whoa. So I can... Whoa. Okay, hold on. Oh, that smells good. Yeah, gorgeous color. Really just, just beautiful. Think. I don't know why I keep holding it like as high as possible. Well, when through I the light, it, hit the light. Yeah, hit the light. Oh, um, yeah. I I just I think they're gonna just be one of the best ooh, distilleries wow. in in the country. The me. nose is like it's not like a super pungent or like uh, strong it, can, nose, but I can feel it. I can taste it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's strong. Mm. It's it's not like alcohol is punching you in the face, yeah. but flavor is. Mm. Oh yeah. It it smell I get that like empire rye too. yeah like, big it's a, bold it, rye it makes me feel something kind of emotional when I smell it and well, taste it we were talking to a, a New Yorker and we were telling about our movie and without being prompted he was like you see that it's this New York whiskey and you're proud yeah and I think anyone that is what local means yeah is like it's you your pride in the thing that. Yeah. Comes from where you live. You live yeah. there. Home team. Home team, man. It's yeah. it's um ah, oh, that is fantastic. That's delicious. That's delicious. That's what that's that bold, delicious. It's great because it has like that chocolatey, oh my god, high spicy, like bold, grassy, earthy taste, but then you amp up the proof. Right? Which, which extends the finish, it creates more complexity. Six years too. Yeah. 119 proof. God damn. That is delicious. Shit, I gotta go get. I think. Yeah. Oh wow, it's yeah. so complex. It, it reminds me of actually of, and the, this is the like story a, builds. The story builds on this one. Yeah, and that's what reminds me of, and it's kind of crazy. Weller foolproof. Mm. Like when I tasted that, I was like, oh, this is what whiskey can be, and that kind of reinvigorated yeah. my like love of it because yeah. it was like, whoa, this is like totally next level. Yeah. And this is next level rye that I've never had anything like this. I guess no, it's different, but it was. I didn't like rye at the beginning. I've probably said that at the beginning of the filmmaking process. And by the end, I really like gained a respect and love for it. Um, and it started with having that bottle at Hudson or that we taste it from the barrel in Hudson. And it was a higher proof, obviously, as a barrel proof. Um, I think it was around 114, somewhere around there. And that was like yeah. a five or six year at that time. Yeah. That was one of the best experiences of the whole shoot. Right? By far. Yeah. Yeah. Our tasting. Just because like. Tasting uh, out of the barrel is always fun. It was a little cold. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. And, and Brendan just gave us the time of day. like Yeah, yeah. Which everyone gave as much time as they could. Yeah. But he was able to, you know, it's in Hudson. Like it, not I forget, Hudson, but it's, I forget her name, but the publicist. Who Frankie. Frankie, who originally reached out just to do a podcast episode with Brendan. This sort of what sparked the whole rye idea. Uh, I feel like she pushed it or something. Nudged, like give these guys, you know, a time, and it was really kind. And that's something we always like she, for people for. She had a lot of foresight because yeah. we that was like kickstarted our film. Yeah. I mean, it really did. Yeah. So now we're on the verge. We keep talking about the film. The film is is it's never coming out. It's never going to come out. No, it's 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 on the it's marketplace. Not real. We got to make it first. It's on the marketplace. It's aging, as they yeah. say. Uh, now, we're, we're waiting to sell it. We're trying to sell it someplace big so everybody, as many people as possible, can see it. Uh, it will be out, I imagine, by the end of the year, I hope. I mean, yeah. but, I mean, the idea that it's not out now is sort of frustrating, but, like, it is 
going to be worth it because it's this really special film about a really special group of distillers. Uh, and this this right here, this is exciting. 119 proof, six year and one day barrel strength. Kings County Distillery Empire Rye is like proof of why. Well, I, I, that film is special. Why this this vertical this uh, specific thing is so special? I think. And it just is like it's like uh, it's like guys. There's this amazing thing over here. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah. it's like, okay, okay, sure. But then it's like proof. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's just like that. Every, the keep They keep getting better. Yeah. And that keeps like backing us up on what yeah. we are, what yeah. our movie is. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, I don't want to be, I don't want to sound like overly, you know, keep, I really mean it. It's yeah. like, this is delicious. If you don't watch the movie, go by, still go find some Empire Rye whiskeys. Like, so Kings County is delicious. Yesterday, uh, a couple of things happened. One, we try. I tried a, a Breckenridge rum cask finish. I had had it a long time ago and remembered that I liked it, but then I had it uh, neat, and I was sort of blown away. Actually, it, it it came close in some weird ways to some of the things I liked about Empire Rye. It has like kind of a chocolatey bulb mm-hmm. flavor. Um, but I also tried Michter's rye, single oh. barrel rye, right? Yeah, it was great, and it was good. It was good. I liked it. Alec liked it even, I think, a little more than I did. Mm-hmm. It was definitely more on the side of, like, had a little more corn, a little more, like, that blend between bourbon and rye where it might have been, like, 52 or 53%. You know, just enough to call it a rye. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what the match bill is on it. Uh, it was really good. Uh, but it was, it was different. And so now it's nice to kind of come back to this and be like, okay, this is the rye that I'm really looking for. That's, like, that's super, like, kind of, I don't know. Really rye forward, high rye, mash bill, uh, bold flavor. Um, both are great. But so the other thing that happened yesterday was I saw this video of this guy who runs a museum uh, uh, in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville. Mm-hmm. And he said in this video, he was talking about how 95% of the world's bourbon comes from Kentucky. 100% of the good bourbon comes from Kentucky. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> okay. First of all. Incorrect. <laughs> Second of all, okay, let's just assume that they're right. That like they make the best bourbon. And I'm not gonna listen. Per capita, it's K- true. Kentucky bourbon is. F- I mean, we're we're obsessed. We love it. Yeah. But fine, you can have that. But God damn it, we have rye. <laughs> we have rye. You we can't do. beat our rye. You can't beat Empire Rye. I just don't think you can. It's fun because you. And it's you not know, a competition. It's not a competition. You know, we all win because we get to have both. Yes. But uh, no, I mean, I. It's a. It's it's a. It's you know it's a thing, right? It's a not a gimmick. It's a gimmick to say that it's fun, and that's the like a that's little cute. competitive nudge, you yeah, know, like cute. we make the best bourbon. You're and being I cute. and there's and in a lot of ways, it's like one of those stat charts. It's like depending on. You know who's saying it and what time. You know you can kind of make that true. Yeah. But I think, yeah, that's a bold general statement. And same yeah. same with Empire Rye being the best rye whiskey. No, but, it's true. It's true. Um, that part's true. That's empir- empirically true. Yeah, that is true. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, but no, it's. I mean, yeah, some of our favorite whiskeys or favorite bourbons come from there, but our favorite rise come from New York. So recently we talked to Clay Risen, who put out a great rye book, um, which I highly recommend you picking up. Um, 
I can't think of the title right now, but Clay Risen book about rye. He did a bunch of blind tastings and listed sort of across. Yeah, it's like American rye, yeah. uh, the um, some uh, the nation's spirit or something. Yeah, I can't remember. It's either. a green book. It's awesome. I have it sitting on my shelf. Uh, uh, Clay's like an expert. Expert writes for the New York Times. Uh, great, really nice guy. If you have listened to our whiskey. conversation with him, definitely do it. He's also in the film. Uh, yeah, I think that. Clay lays out a real argument for how rye is the next big. It not is next, like is happening. It's happening, yeah. I mean, um, with that book, with our movie, with yeah. all the big brands from Kentucky yeah. putting rye out. Yeah, um, yeah. Seeing the Michter's awesome. rye on the shelf is like, in, in a bar in Albany on an island, actually. Yeah. In Albany, that was not. Or not a bar, a liquor store that wasn't actually chocked full of stuff. Yeah. It had a kind of a small selection, but seeing Michter's Rye out there as like the only Michter's option. Yeah, that's not their that, I think that's pretty symbolic. So I, I think I'm going to say it now in January, but 2023 is the year of Rye. Uh, and if you're especially if our movie fence, comes out, <laughs> no, our movie's going to come out. God damn it! Uh, and you're going to see it. I mean, I promise. If it yeah, but this is the year of rye, and I do think that if you're on the fence about it, now's the time to start trying everything you can. Yeah, uh, I would just uh, drink through that. I, I would, I would explore until you find something you love, because just like bourbon, there's a wide swath of yeah. options, yeah. and you're not going to like all of them. Yeah. And some brands don't make good stuff yet or at all. And, um, but once you find one that hits, the getting is good. The getting is gall darn good. That getting is good. The getting is so good. The getting is good. Getting is good. That good is getting. Oh, the good is getting mm. right in my gullet. Gullet. <laughs> mm. mm. All right. Well, that is, I think I just tasted the newest best rye I've ever had. Wow. God you're, damn. You're not feeling that? I Am I just excited today? <laughs> excited to be alive? It is easily one of the best ryes I've had. I'm still like, we'll never forget Copper Sea single barrel rye. The mm-hmm. first time I tried it at the Empire Rye meeting mm-hmm. last year or whatever it was. I was so uh, naive at that moment. It was... It just blew my mind in a way that nothing else can. But I will say this is, uh, I mean, right up there with the greats. This is this is super super phenomenal, and I love the high proof. The high proof makes it a really exciting thing. To drink. Uh, yeah, I think if you're having rye at low proof, you're you're like I wouldn't get it. Yeah, I wouldn't understand that. I wouldn't. Yeah. Not that that's good, but like if you want to really get to know it and then go backwards and then appreciate the lower proof stuff, I think that would you got to. Especially if you like high proof whiskey, um, there is it's that there is those flavors that you can't get in a lower proof that I haven't tasted in a lower proof. Something just I was just remembering why I initially thought of Clay Risen. Yeah, okay. it's the year of rye. I know I kind of went on a little tangent there. It's because I blanked. I just blanked. Uh, I was thinking about in his book. He talks <laughs> about uh, he uses sort of different flavor cues or whatever mm-hmm. to describe rise than I think a lot of people do with bourbons and stuff. Uh, and I, and, and for, I'm trying, I can't think of a great example. Of tennis course. balls. Did he say tennis balls? But tennis well, balls people use for wine. I know. Yeah. Like Psalms sometimes. Yeah. And so he uses stuff outside sort of the norm, you know, caramel, vanilla, and chocolate, you know, people use, it was like non-food related stuff. Uh, and I actually, I want to say that there's on the finish here, mm-hmm. there's like a gold coin-ness to it. 
I taste like a golden coin. You could be dying. Oh, Christ. You taste <laughs> coins or something? You could. Uh, your mouth could be bleeding. Oh, no. <laughs> you could be dying. No, 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 no. I mean, like, uh, a, like a chocolate coin with the gold ooh, oil over yeah, it? Yeah, there you go. It's like yeah. more of a mental feeling than yeah. a taste. That's what know? I'm saying. It's an image that comes to my mind yeah. when I, I taste this. I don't think it tastes like a pocket of pennies or something. Yeah. It's... uh. Not that I've ever tasted a pocket of pennies. You might be low on iron. I might be low on my iron. That's what it is. No, I think that uh, it just, yeah, I imagine a gold coin. Maybe perhaps it's a gold coin. I think that wraps chocolate. I think it's liquid gold is what that is. Delicious. Hey. Hey. I'm Ryan Bayless. And I'm Alec Bayless. (laughs) And I'm Skip Bayless. (laughs) (laughs) You're not goddamn Skip Bayless. And I'm Alec Bayless. This is Alec Bayless. I'm Ryan Bayless. This is Ryan Bayless. This is the Bourbon Library. Thank you for uh, watching and listening. To drink is to live. Is to live. It is. Hey, we'll see you out there in the wild, huh?